Previously on Planet Arcana. We last left our crew in the Chapel of Death with Finale 13, who shared a secret message from Teaspoon. As the message suggested that 13 may be in danger from Lux, the party decides 13 should join them at Sister Mary Viables to lay low for a while. Before they depart, Celestine recounts his vision from the Arcana prompting Thirteen to lead them to a shed and produce an artifact from a long-destroyed creation point, the Receiver. Upon exposure to the Receiver, Celestine is once again transported into his own memories, though this time Riot and Crater are able to observe his reverie. In it, Celestine meets Monophonic, a symbiote who teaches him how a Receiver can be used as transport from creation point to creation point. Before the reverie concludes, Monophonic urges Celestine to keep the information secret, while Celestine recalls Monophonic's last name, Voltrelect, the same name given to the giant hummingbird the crew encountered weeks ago atop the temple of the Hanged Man. Digesting these revelations, the three fools make their way back to the Palace Reservoir Casino, where they offer Chrissy detailed information on Vlad's weaknesses and what they've learned about killing a name Sferatu. Though they failed to kill Vlad, Riot convinces Chrissy to hold up her end of the bargain. Information about Lux Booker. With Teaspoon's message entreating the crew to ensure Lux is vulnerable during the climax of CGA, Chrissy divulges that a Namesferatu's big sleep can be induced if the Namesferatu is forced to expend significant energy managing misbehaving thralls. To that end, Riot decides to seed a bit of stress into Lux's life, marching into his office and declaring she is leaving him for a new agent. But in response, Lux laughs as he exerts his control over Riot, robbing her of her free will. A passenger in her own body, Riot hears herself apologize to Lux, assuring him that she'd never leave. I can hear you. I am listening. from all across the fifth collide. Oh, how I miss you, my dearest darling. I miss the clockwork. The neon. The networks. Oh, these metropolises. These, these verdant, desolate biomes. Oh, the fun and games we have planned. But always with the promise that we are on a blinding path of success. You will be tried. Compromised, I repeat, we've been compromised. But do not despair. You will see the world. You will know planet Arcana. You will find all it takes is a friend. All it takes is perseverance. All it takes is a little sweat. All it takes is a key. Sorry, Lux. 
don't know what came over me. I'd never quit. I'd never leave. <laughs> oh, I am so relieved to hear it, Riot. I would never want to be in a fight with you. And I'm so lucky. We so very rarely are. You're my most low-maintenance client, but like I said, I worry about you. Do I need to? I don't know, but I can't help keeping my mind on my favorite client. Right now, though, I don't have time to worry about you. So listen, from now on, when people ask, how's Lux? How's your career? How are you? You're going to tell them you've never been happier, and that's all I want for you. To be happy. Got it? Got it. Oh, Riot. Riot, Riot, Riot. You know, if it were up to me, you would have been on a massive PR rush after Riscotech. And instead, I'm watching you travel all across the Fifth Collide incognito so you can murder your ex. You're wasting my time and my resources. <laughs> oh, a real power couple, the two of you, but... You always had more potential than he did. He deserved what came from. Oh, of course he did. Absolutely, right. You you always know just what to do. <laughs> you always know how to get rid of the riffraff and, you know, cut the fat. Now, what am I going to do with you immediately? Lux stands up at this point and starts just sort of pacing around the desk it's almost like you're not there. Like, he's just kind of, like, muttering to himself and, like, taking sips of his liquor every once in a while. And then finally, he just kind of stops and puts a hand on his desk and looks at you. Okay, listen. Teaspoon was supposed to entertain at this event. Um, I haven't announced you to be part of it yet, but why don't you go and make yourself known there? Make yourself useful to me. <laughs> make yourself, and by extension, me, look good at this event. Okay. I will. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, listen. Uh, it's, let's see, one, uh, it's, it's three nights from now, okay? Right before the start of CGA. The perfect time to get your name out there, your face out there. And um, I want you to go and, you know, raise a riot in the regular way. <laughs> but I have an extra favor to ask, if, if you wouldn't mind, if it's not too taxing. What? I don't really have someone on the inside right now, so if you wouldn't mind just collecting a bit of info for your agent. Um, snoop around, talk a little bit. In specific, I need you to... Wait. Listen, I need information from Bon Bon Vibrato Solmazade. You know him, right? Um, you remember him from a different party. But you're going to be really busy, and you're going to be, you know, getting your face around there. So, uh, one of your friends, what were their names again? They don't, don't bring them into this. Oh, Riot, we want to make sure you're in tip-top shape. I just want to make sure you have enough energy to, you know, do what you need to do for CGA. And they're not in on anything. I just need them to talk to a couple people. Listen, ask whoever you like. If you really don't want it to be them, then it doesn't have to be them. But ask someone to talk to Bon Bon and just find out where the lake house is. Can you do that? What's the lake house? It doesn't concern you right now, Riot. I promise. It has nothing 
to do with you. Suppose I don't have any choice. That's the spirit. Now, listen, again, I do not want to see you approaching Bon Bon yourself, so, uh, one of your acquaintances, friends, employees, I don't care. Just get it done. And get it done subtly. <laughs> you understand. Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Is that all? Um, yeah. I suppose that's all. And, uh, here. He... Uh, goes to the back of his desk and opens up the drawer and fishes out um, a little flyer for you and uh, pushes it across the desk. It looks to be an invite for the party he was just talking to you about, and on it you see um, a promotion for a event called the VIP CGA Gala Presents a VIP Mingle Scapade Extraordinaire for VIPs at Kaleidoscope. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jay, I missed that. Can you give that one more time just for my notes? <laughs> sure. It's, uh, the VIP CGA Gallup presents a VIP Mingle Scapade Extraordinaire for VIPs at Kaleidoscope. VIP Mingle <laughs> And Lux says, uh, I do not understand why events have to be named 18 words in the paragraph. It doesn't matter. Anyway. Thank you, Riot. I so appreciate all your help. And again, you could come to me with anything. And you know what? After this whole... Mm, this whole business of this surveillance and mm, the, the check-ins, I'm trusting you now, okay? You don't need to come by every single day, but just keep in touch. I feel like you're already doing that for me anyway, right? So... Oh, Riot... You always have a choice with me. I won't let you down, Lux. And with that promise, I think for a moment we'll pull back into the reception area of Lux's office where Celestine and Crater wait. Um, and running in tandem with the conversation Riot just had with Lux, so do Crater and Celestine sit as uh, Lux's receptionist Connie Mayonnaise answers a few calls. <laughs> <laughs> Connie Mayonnaise, we uh, tried to write a description for Connie Mayonnaise, but we literally could not. There's no defining feature to this woman. She is <laughs> exactly average and unremarkable in every way. Whatever you're imagining, that is correct. <laughs> Oh, and uh yeah for the past like 20 minutes connie's literally just been on the phone going lex's office connie mayonnaise yeah uh-huh oh lex is just swamped right now he can't wait to talk to you though mm -hmm. i'll let him know yeah i'm taking the message right now but she doesn't actually write anything down <laughs> hello connie mayonnaise lex's office yeah oh he really <laughs> wants to come and take this call but he just can't okay okay thanks bye click sorry about that connie mayonnaise lex's office and uh as this is happening, uh, a great lumbering, squarely energy <laughs> makes his presence known at the door. Connie briefly looks up and goes, um, okay, he should have a few minutes for you. Just sit right there. And Beefs and Partial himself looks over at you and goes, oh, great. <laughs> Celestine tips his hat. Good to see you again. I wish I could say the same. What are you doing here? Blah, 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 blah. I think we can ask you the same question there. Official deep blood business. None of your business what my business here is. <laughs> 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 
And for a while, there is just an echoing castrophony of walrus and dryer noises. Does Bark join in? Yeah, absolutely. Bark's like, Oh, yeah. Good boy. Good boy, Bark. That's right. There's there's a group howl going on, and Bark's is having the time of his life. And, uh,. Beef sits next to you, and he's just like, I'm not here to talk to you. We're not on good terms right now, you two and I. I'm here to see the person, the person whom I have business with, the person who works here. You mean Connie over there at the desk? Is that her name? (laughs) There there is a nameplate. It's right there, right there for everyone to see. And she's literally been sitting over there the whole time going, Connie mayonnaise. (laughs) So... Oh, please. No, no, go, go. go. No, no, I would like, I need you to go. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, what kind of business do you have here? I'm assuming you're here to see uh, Mr. Booker, right? It's official deep blue business regarding CGA. Okay. Well, that sounds very important and interesting. Celestine turns away from him and starts tossing his hat like a frisbee to bark. It is extremely interesting and important. Oh, mm -hmm. Oh, yes. Well, I'm sure if they put you on it. I was going to say the same fucking thing. (laughs) (laughs) Glad you recognized my obvious importance and authority. Thank you. Oh, wait, you're making fun of me. Yes. Good job. I've had enough. I'm going to... What's keeping him? And Connie Mayonnaise is like, uh, hold on. And like buzzes into the room and is like, Lux? Yeah, it's... Oh, you heard him? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So amidst this cacophony, uh, Connie has paged Lux. And I think at this point, Riot, having finished her conversation with Lux, will come out of the office. And with a final hub, bub, 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 beefs glares at y'all and uh, goes in... Is sort of changing places with Riot, and you can hear him like, well, how come I haven't received my invitation yet? You said that I was going to be able to come. As Beefs goes into the office, can I cast Druidcraft to make, like, an odor, uh, uh, like like he farted, <laughs> on his way in? Hang on, like he farted? That's the best you got? That's Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's, that's, that is, that's, it's, it's, it's a big old beefy fart. Okay, okay. I just wanted a bit more description on it, that's all. Yeah, it's. I mean, like, use your imagination as to what it might smell like if he ate nothing but beef for the last week. Yo. Beef and probably some cabbage or something like that. And, the uh, air has, has gristle, is what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. There's a, there's a little gristle in the air. It's it's tangible. One of those little protein farts. Uh, you hear Lux say from behind the door what's that smell what is that i don't know i smell it too though it smells kind of great a little beefy (laughs) new cologne no this isn't and then the the conversation continues but the three of you are reunited Uh, proud of you riot i'm sure i'm sure that wasn't easy how did it go let's just get the fuck out of here please has he pissed doesn't matter doesn't matter let's just okay all right, yeah. Connie, it was a pleasure to meet you. Hope to see you soon. Connie sighs and, like, covers the receiver and is just like, uh, thanks for coming, and then gets back on the phone and is like, hi, <sighs> Sherry? Yeah, no, sorry. They're so annoying. <laughs> don't, don't fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Sherry, so I says to him, I says, and you can hear the voice proceeding down the hall. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I'm going to be walking slightly ahead of everybody with a really brisk, stiff pace. Obviously really pissed off. 
So you exit onto the streets of Paragarden Sector 9 pay zone. The air is crisp with early night freshness, and there are very few people wandering the streets. There's one of those little metal boxes for newspapers, ads, whatever, on the sidewalk outside of the building. Mm -hmm. And uh, Riot just goes out, breathes in the night air for a sec, and then slams on the box and goes, Fuck! Celestine is terrified. I don't think that I've seen Riot lose her shit like this. Uh, I kind of look at Crater like, uh... Uh... Okay, I'm going to assume it didn't go as planned as I thought. Um, are you okay? Are you in immediate danger at the moment? <laughs> kind of, yeah. Um, fuck. I'm sorry, guys. I I did everything I could, and he, he fucking took over my mind. He, he made me... I told him everything that we'd planned, and these words came out of my mouth like I don't know what came over me I'd never quit I'd never leave he controls everything I, I couldn't do anything I'm so fucking mad at myself I don't know what the hell I'm supposed to do I honestly I'm a danger to you right now I don't know if there's any option as far as, as you being around me as being, as being close to me well, if if, if Lux wanted you to hurt us specifically, or he was able to do that, he would have done it already. I... Well, he asked for favors. He asked for... He had bidding that I have to do. And I, he tried to involve you. I don't feel... I'm not comfortable with that. That's not going to be a thing. But he wanted you to be involved in this information that he wanted to get out of... We'll talk about all this later. There's an event. There's information that's espionage for Lux and I couldn't say no I couldn't physically say no and I'm so mad at myself I don't know can I do like an arcana check or something to see if I can get a sense of like what it is that's happening to Riot like like what this what this effect is an arcana check would there be another type of check here Jay I feel like you don't even need a check to put all the context clues together like You've heard of what Vlad can do with true names. You surmised it not too long ago that there's, you know, intense power that you have over someone with their true name. And the things that Lux can do are things that you know names for Atu can do to their thralls. I, I think what I was looking for more was, is this is this influence that that Riot is under right now something that we can uh, assist with even temporarily, right? Like, mm. like you know, a, a, a dispel magic, a, a greater restoration type of thing. Is there anything we can do to provide Riot a little bit of, you know, reprieve from Lux's influence? Yeah. Yeah. Give me that arcana check. We're we're looking for a, a beefy roll here. Okay, well then I'm going to give myself uh, enhance ability for intelligence. Whoa. And I'll take this with advantage. Twenty-two. Ooh. Very nice. This is some of the most high-level 
fuckery that you've ever seen when it comes to like magic, when it comes to intangible influences over people. Some of you have experience in this. Celestine, you in particular know what it is to cast a spell that controls the actions of another person. But even Gesh couldn't help Riot. You get the sense that to help Riot, you would need some really intense magic. And getting a little meta here, I'm talking on the level of like ninth level wish spell. Well, you have that. Do you have that Celestine? Ah, uh, you know, I left my wish spell in my other pants, unfortunately. No crater, I don't have a dang old wish spell. Ah, well, it seems for the moment we are uh, we're stuck working around this obstacle, but that is all it is, Ms. Ride. It is just another obstacle for us to overcome. There is no reason for us to separate company or whatnot i i continue to believe that we are all safest if we stick together no matter what lux's influence is i'm just so mad at myself i felt like like, i don't know i knew that this could be the case but i felt like i had it i felt like it was gonna cut him down for size and take him off guard enough to do something and i don't know i just feel like i let you down again and and you're right. I, 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 Again, when was the last time you let us down, Ms. Riot? Yeah, really. And you didn't let us down this time at all. This is nothing to do with you. You don't even have your true name, so how could you have known that Lux has it? <sighs> Sucks, for sure. But I guess nothing's changed for the amount of time he's had it. It's probably been the whole time. So really, we're, we're no different now than when we started out on this venture. Oh, I disagree. I think we are in far better position because now we have a sense of what Lux can do. So we can be more careful and we can plan and we can, we know what to expect. Yeah. You're right. He, um, he wants me to go to an event three nights from now right before the CGAs and, uh, do some snooping. He wants me to, or somebody to ask Bon Bon about information on a lake house. I don't know what that means, but I said yes. That sucked and said I won't let you down, Lux. That sucked. Anyway. Well, is, there, is there any merit into playing his game, I think? Like- yeah. It's uh, not easy on the ego, but it's, it's a shot that we've got. And I will say, personally, I... I'm, I might want a chance to speak to Bon Bon if possible, since uh, since what we we learned about uh, who my maker might be. That's our best true. theory is that it might be. Anyway, I don't even want to say it out loud, but talking to him might be all right. I guess. You sure you want to get involved in this? Where you go, I go, Ms. Wright. Same with you, Crater. I guarantee, by this time, two weeks from now. Lux's head is no longer to be attached to his body. <laughs> we'll get that fucker for you, Riot. <laughs> I love you guys. Thanks. On the topic of Bon Bon, I'm just going to jump in here with a brief reminder as well that Crater, or rather Night E4, yeah. is known to Bon Bon. <laughs> yes. Well, that is, uh, the very least, that's an in. Yeah, I could introduce you. Um, you know, I... I puked after the last time I spoke to him, but... (laughs) Did did he see you puke? No. Then we're good, I think. No, Bon Bon did not see me puke. Yeah. 
God damn it. Last time, we, last time we went to a party, we said we wouldn't do this again. Um, <laughs> I'm, okay. Yep, it's going to be fun. You know, I love social settings. You know, I love going and meeting new people for the first time. Yeah, great. Yeah. You should, you know, you're, you're pretty good at getting into character. You could just live an alternate life for a few hours. Doesn't that sound kind of fun? I mean, sure. I could break out the old 94 again. Yeah. Yeah, worked well last time. Um, yeah. If it's something I gotta do, you know, I'll put the social anxiety to the side. <laughs> For the greater good, I guess. This whole situation sucks, but I th- we have an arsenal. And we'll be able to figure out anything that comes our way, I think, I hope. And with what comes your way in mind, what way are y'all coming n- now? What, what's the plan? <laughs> <laughs> Elegant. Right. Well, we had a couple of... <laughs> It's nighttime now, right? Is that right? Evening? Yeah, I would say it's evening. Yeah. yeah. And just as like a as like a brief reminder of like how big of a fucking day you've had. Yeah. You started your day by going to see 13, having a flashback there, getting 13 out of the church and to Sister Mary Viables, going and talking to Chrissy, um, giving her all the information that you had, and then then you ended up at Lux. So it's been a big honking day not to mention the truth or dare not to mention truth or dare that was like three hours (laughs) probably (laughs) i'm exhausted i know we had a couple of other things on our list that we could check off but i also could use a drink yeah if you want to get a nightcap we can tackle the rest of our list tomorrow in the morning yeah yeah good time that sounds fine to me and perhaps uh meet back up with 13 at the hotel Make sure that they're mm. all settled in. That'd be nice. Yeah, let's go to Sister Mary Viable. Sister Mary Viable bound back down to the spray zone. And as you go, Crater, I think on the elevator ride down, you just take a moment to note just how much the past few days have taken a toll on you. In an, you know, you have been getting tired, you have been getting sore, but with the stress of the interrogation, with the deep lows, with beefs, with this whole situation with Lux, you just, your joints are creaking a little more. You feel a little wearier than you would be used to, even after a couple days like that. And quietly noting that to yourself, you arrive back at Sister Mary Viables and with a nightcap in mind, um, what are you thinking? Full room, your room, JD's room. I'm, I'm not going to go party in JD's room. <laughs> that, that, that room is not made for that. Not the vibe. <laughs> I mean, did we get confirmation as to what room uh, 13 is staying at? Um, I'm pretty sure that they messaged you, but I don't think that they gave you a specific room. They did intimate that they were going to try for the death room, though. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that could be funny to go check and see no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm curious to see what that room looks like on the inside. So, honestly, all right, let's just go walk into the death room then. <laughs> I waltz on in. Just all right, you attempt to waltz right in, but it is uh, locked. So, sure, sure. No dice. Yeah. You knock at the door. Even fewer dice. There's no answer, and you, you're going to have to go somewhere else for the moment. Where would you like to go? Uh, I mean, we could just hang out in our room oh. and be hermits i thought you were going to suggest we just hang out in the hallway outside of the death room here wait for it to unlock (laughs) can we get bottle service to the hallway (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm cool just to go back and be a hermit. Like, yeah, we can order a couple bottles and then, you know, just chill with just the three of us. That sounds nice. I want to talk to people. Four of us. Don't you say such things in front of Bark. Oh, sorry. sorry. Do you want a beer, buddy? Do you want a beer? <laughs> Wait, I, I thought we were supposed to give him. No, I don't know. I just want to get him excited. It's so cute. Okay. <laughs> He has a problem, doesn't he? Is it wasn't that? Oh <laughs> shit! I didn't. Yeah, right, right. I thought yeah. it was the dog thing, but that's totally. Yeah, yeah, that makes more sense. Oh yeah, I don't care about giving animals alcohol. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, well find we'll you some... some juice, buddy. Yeah, we'll get you some sparkling apple juice. I mean, but but this dog is accustomed to champagne. <laughs> it's from the juice region of france what? <laughs> it was it was gambling it was his issue that's what i'm thinking of oh yeah, i see gambling. often hand in hand it kind of sounds like bark's got a few things going on yeah <laughs> celebrity is rough yeah rough yeah. <laughs> rough <Ruffton? laughs> You've triggered the rough to jig. Oh. And so, <laughs> so he goes jigging down the hall on his hind legs. Oh, <laughs> sweet. Oh, my God. But yeah, back to the hermit room, I think. is the- <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So back to your hermit room. Uh, blessedly, uh, just as you left it, peepholes in the walls, full floor bed. Uh, welcome home. Thank you. Uh, have we received intentional? Room service here before? I can... Intentional room service. Like, I... like welcome, not in the morning when we're... Yeah, you had coffee that one time. It came in styrofoam cups. Okay. Okay. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go to that phone on the wall. <laughs> call, down <to> the, <laughs> call down to the front desk. I'm going to ask for three bottles of champagne and maybe like two pitchers of Caesars. Yes. And tell them to charge it to the temperance room. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> for our troubles. We're gonna leave JD destitute. Yeah. <laughs> Technically, I'm paying for it. It's, it's my tax money, right? So that's right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> when was the last time you paid taxes, Greg? <laughs> Fucking never. What are you talking? About? <laughs> okay, so you call down. You order it to the temperance room, or yeah, no. you bill it to the temperance room and order it to the hermit room, <laughs> and. Just shortly after some lingerie-bedecked staff drop off your champagne, another knock comes at the door. Uh, I'll go to look out the peephole. It is 13. Oh, okay. I open the door and let them in. 13, you're here. Great. Hey, um, so I heard that you guys were here because, uh, (laughs) well, I was hanging out in the temperance room and we got a charge to it. Not we my anyway listen okay first things first you guys made your friend seem like kind of a drip but actually they're a Wait, fucking what? riot what are you yeah. talking about I'm JD? <laughs> what? The, well okay so you guys told me that your friend was staying in the temperance room and that it was really boring so i knew i was supposed to go charge my room there that's what you guys told me so i did that and then um i ended up we ended a meeting. I went back to his room. We started talking. He's just like really into his shit. And I'm really into my shit. And then we just started talking. We were talking about you guys. Uh, it just, we just had a blast. Like that guy rules. I don't know what. And this you guys is JD Tective. The- yeah, oh. JD Tective. 
Yeah, huh. we were having a blast. Can I roll an inside check? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Let's all roll inside checks. <laughs> what, what's, what's happening here? <laughs> it's a 16. <laughs> all right. I didn't get better than that. I didn't get better than that for sure. All right. <laughs> With a 16, I think that Crater, you recognize like a fucking nerd that met another fucking nerd. <laughs> oh. <laughs> And okay. uh, they just got all wrapped up in each other's nerd stuff. Um, yeah. That's nice. That yeah. is nice. Like, where did you guys even find him? On the street? <laughs> no way. That is true. What? In an alley, I believe. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Sketchily. <laughs> he, it, he is into his shit. Yeah. Granted, for sure. That is an understatement for sure. Um, yeah. Speaking of all that, we kind of got into the shit that each of us are into and well i think like from what i heard you guys mentioned that you knew a specter that you could potentially trust you mentioned that to him he we just got talking and well long story short i know that you had a list of specters that you were maybe going to look into and i can help you with that oh oh my well that would be most welcome yeah and actually i've pretty much done it like i i recognized a bunch of the names i can tell you everything i know right now and even do some more research and get back to you later with more stuff but if you're interested i don't know sorry i just nope. came off of drinking sparkling water and talking about the shit that i'm into so I'm fucking <laughs> sparkling water <laughs> easy now that sounds about Spicy right <laughs> <laughs> well do come in then and uh we have just ordered uh enough champagne and caesars to go around so if you'd like something a little harder than sparkling water then you are most welcome yeah hell yeah let's let's get into it for sure uh 13 walks in and uh kind of briefly looks for somewhere to sit and realizes that it's there's both nowhere to sit and everywhere to sit so. <laughs> <laughs> everywhere's a chair if you're brave enough yeah an arresting <laughs> moment where they're like frozen and then they just kind of sit where they're standing <laughs> Um, yeah, so heard that you guys had a list of potentially uh, suspect specters, let's say. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah. Suspectors, we call them. Suspectors, that's <laughs> <with it. laughs> Furious that I didn't think of that before, but happy that we got there. Okay, basically, I haven't met any of the tutors on this list, um, but... I can tell you who installed who, just kind of based on like the areas that I know the suspectors on the list operate in. Um, so, I mean, Celestine, if you're like planning on using that receiver, hang on. Did did you tell Thirteen about what you saw in the in the flashback? I I don't think we. Oh man, I, did. we did we have that conversation in front of them because we did talk about the fact that like mm-hmm. like we could use it. I think thirteen was there when we when we talked about it. It's we can we can justify it, however, more just so like. Do you want them to know? Yeah, yeah. I don't see. I mean, like, unless other folks have objections, I I think we've been trusting thirteen so far. I don't see any reason not to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, sorry, just before we go any further, can you remind me where this list came from? 
Was this in the documents that we got from Beef? Yeah, okay. it was the one that JD helped you decode with the with the help of Beef's ring. Gotcha. Like that's yes. what you got Beef's ring for was to go through these documents. Yes. And part of the edict trial documents was a list of specters that um, that were like implicated in you know edicts operations. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, and to remind you, the list of specters listed. Um, so three specters, Golden Kincaid, Pius Penelope, and Ardento Frock, and then proceeded to list a bunch of tutors as well. Tutor Cherry, Tutor Hawthorne, Tutor Balsam, and Tutor Birch. And these are a list of specters that e- like Edict was involved with. And um, even further than that, you found out that they uh, there seemed to have like been money exchanged or something like that as part of this whole thing. Gotcha. Um, so they're implicated. Uh, Thirteen... <laughs> Goes on, says, um, so yeah, uh, Tudor Birch was at a creation point up north and I think has some connections to Edict himself, but from what I understand is not there anymore. That is what we um, understand as well. Yeah, we had some <laughs> run-ins with Tudor Birch. Yes, we may have burned his tent down and sent him scampering away. Whoa. Nicely. Nicely. <laughs> Nicely. Yeah. He was very, very, very receptive to the change in structure up there, I think. (laughs) That's right. Once we threatened his life and all. Huh. Okay. Um, We need to talk about the fact that you were up north. When that was... Okay. I feel like every time we talk, we have to put a pin in 18 things. But back to what we were talking about before. Okay. So Tudor Birch... Okay, that's fine. Tudor Cherry is at the Jaggedy Jack's creation point. I... Haven't met them, um, but I know that they're involved with Pius Penelope. She is based in Venera Vega and is pretty close with Edict herself. Tudor Palm was definitely installed by Ardento Frock at the Thorough Lush Hills creation point just north of here. I don't know a ton about her, to be honest, and I haven't really met Ardento. Um, he is based in Viridesia. I know he has some family in the royals and comes from a lot of money. That's basically all I know about him. Tudor Hawthorne was installed by Golden Kincaid. Golden Kincaid is, uh, well, she is not involved, but pretty close with the regent. Um, both followers of the sun, and I think Golden Kincaid has been brought on to, like, advise every once in a while. Um, just a very high-up specter figure, not far below Edict, to be honest. And she installed Tudor Hawthorne at the Coronet creation point, which is uh, in the Crownlands. Those are all of the tutors that were on the list, but I just did some digging around like on my pip in the specter files and there's a couple more that i think you should know about ardento frock also installed tudor balsam uh at the phantom isles creation point and pious penelope installed another tudor uh tudor willow at the magna quartz creation point i'll put all these on a map for you um just if you're going to creation points with everything that's going on with the specters and you know the deep lows being installed with them. I, I just thought maybe you'd want to know who you can't trust at least. <laughs> so what you're saying is that there's only like a handful of creation points that aren't compromised at this point. Uh, yeah. Well, these are there's five creation points that I know of that have tutors that 
I wouldn't trust if I were you. Um, sure. And there's 11 creation points in total. So yeah, uh, not the majority, but a lot, almost half. Celestine's been making a Pepe Silvia board on the wall. Pins and strings. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I hope that's helpful. I I just kind of got into it with with your friend and yeah so just to just i'm just going through all the information that we already have uh so we had gotten a note regarding something about ghosts in venera vega so the specters in venera vega we know we know now that the specter at the creation point in venera vega is compromised by edict yeah um where they were receiving uh android parts in exchange for rat or the other way around um and the creation points where we disinstalled Tudor Birch. Uh, the, he had a supply closet full of Android parts that were, I'm assuming, incoming and outgoing. So I do think we need to pay a visit to the one in Venera Vega at one point. Um, maybe continue with that lead. Is that the Jaggedy Jacks one? Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, this is... Uh... This is valuable information, especially if we plan to continue to visit creation points with uh, with this receiver. We might not be able to avoid all of these points, but knowing what we're getting into when we go there is uh, is a huge help. We thank you, 13. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't, I haven't really figured out how I can be helpful, so... If I can, I want to be. I figured at least I could use my Spectre knowledge. You've been more than helpful, just to be clear. I would agree. Uh, thanks. Yeah. Hey, one more thing. Um, I was talking to JD, and he was sort of asking about any Spectre knowledge of off-the-grid parts, and... Uh, implied that it had to do with what you guys were, you know, um, looking into, and I wish I could be more helpful with this, but, like, I feel like you kind of gotta go to the very top with everything that's going on right now, and ask there. <laughs> what do you mean, the top? I don't really have any knowledge of, um, like, off-grid parts specifically, like, if you're looking for... Um, and they look kind of uncomfortable. <laughs> like, they look like they're, they know that they've got a secret that, like, they <laughs> shouldn't. And they're like, you know, like, if you're, um, if you don't know who your maker is and you're trying to track them down. Yes, that would be me. Yeah, okay. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't really know any other person to talk to other than, like, the person who's in charge of seemingly most stuff lately. And that would be Edict. Oh, well, that's just great. I know. <laughs> but Edict has his fingers in a lot of pies right now, especially like the pies oh that God. he shouldn't have his fingers in. So <laughs> yucky. Yeah. Fingers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I've tried to kind of stay out of like Spectre specific business for a while. So I have not uh, had my fingers in uh, the those kinds of pies, if that m- makes sense. Oh, yeah. Um. Anyway, <laughs> is anybody um, else hungry? Can we order a pie? Yeah, I'll go get us a pie after this. But yeah, um, long story short, Edict's your guy for that, unfortunately. I'll go get us a pie. <laughs> <laughs> well, fortunately, that was on our list. Unfortunately. Yes. yes, it was. Is there anything I can do to help you get in contact with him? We have a bit of a line direct. I'll take up the Spectre token and show it to 13. Hmm. He gave me this. 
Interesting. Said I could use it to contact him. I, is there yeah. something I should know about this? Does this mean anything in particular to you that he didn't tell me about? Um, I don't think so. I mean, I have one too. You can, you know what? You can have mine if you want. <laughs> oh, oh, so we can contact you should we need to, you mean? Yeah, I mean, if you want to contact me through like official means if that's ever helpful um but yeah i don't there's nothing like sinister is that what you're asking Uh, it is exactly what i'm asking Uh, i don't think any of us here trust edict yeah i mean unless edict's been doing like stuff that i don't know about which it sounds like he has um so yeah i don't know (laughs) probably not (laughs) boy i wish i was more helpful (laughs) i mean you certainly have given us a lot to think about don't know what we do with a lot of this information right now. We've got some some business directly ahead of us, and a lot of this we'll have to wait for the moment, but uh, it is all good to know nonetheless. It's a lot of puzzle pieces. Yeah. Thank you, 13. Yeah, um, no problem. Um, if you need anything... I'm in the hotel. <laughs> Are you staying in the temperance room? No, no, no. God, no. I, like, I, don't get me wrong. I had a great time with JD, but I am not staying in there. <laughs> 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 I, uh, I took your advice and I got uh, my own room and I charged it to JD and he was surprisingly cool about it. And I'm staying in the death room if you need me. Yeah. Oh, we, we would love to see the inside of that if you wouldn't mind at some point. That would yeah, be. Yeah, can you show us? Be great. Yeah. Do you want to see it? Of right course. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, please. And before you leave, do you want to take a peek through one of these peepholes? Yes. <laughs> I really do. Thirteen goes and looks in both uh, sides of the room and both peoples, and it's just like, huh? Okay, well, that like I don't know what I was expecting, <laughs> and it was pretty much anyway. Yeah, uh, let's just go to the death room. I don't know what to say. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, Bark, you stay here and just start howling when the when the champagne comes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the death room. <laughs> Onward to the death room you go. <laughs> the death room contains a like coffin-like bed that's sort of like hauntingly familiar after certain events of recent nights. <laughs> sort of like a very elegant like funeral looking room. Like there's swaths of flowers all up over the place. And after renting the room, the staff have kind of put up uh <laughs> A bunch of like best wishes on your new journey. Good luck. Um, we'll miss you. Like all of these kind of <laughs> generic well wishes. Uh, and you can kind of surmise that this room is like it's great for going away parties, uh, perhaps even breakups. Um, it's a place to mark <laughs> either a beginning or an end, but typically an end. Wow. Pretty sick, huh? I don't know what I was expecting, to be honest. Was it this? I guess. (laughs) Is this what you expected? Yeah. Cool. Oh, for sure. Cool, cool. Yeah. It, like, it actually feels a lot like home. (laughs) Is your bed like that? Like, my personal bed? Yeah. Yeah. What? (laughs) What? You are... A little freak. (laughs) (laughs) They have an aesthetic. (laughs) Yeah. It's important to maintain your brand. Your brand is all you have. Oh, absolutely. I, yeah, couldn't agree more. That's good to know. If anybody understands that, it's Ms. Riot. (laughs) 
Surely. It's like, that's the equivalent of like Celestine having a race car bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 100%. Wait, you could have a race car bed? You could have a race car bed. <laughs> oh yeah. my goodness. Oh my stars. <laughs> that's in the chariot room, baby. What? <laughs> Celestine's just like mouth agape. <laughs> You guys want to get drunk in here tonight, or yeah? <laughs> Hell yes! How do we divert the divert the room service? Oh, we <laughs> can just have Bark bring it to us. Oh, oh my god! Yeah, they've set Bark up with like a backpack, yeah. and eventually he comes trotting down. You can hear the clinking of the champagne. Oh, oh it's it's gonna burst so hard. They've been jostling around. <laughs> Whatever, it's, it's it's not our room. Who gives a shit? Yeah. <laughs> And you pop them off in the middle of this room that looks halfway between a graduation celebration and a funeral, and y'all get smashed, or however smashed you wish to become, in the death room. Noise. Significantly smashed. <laughs> Significantly smashed it is. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, come in and have a seat at my tarot table. This is Beast Taroporium. And I am Taro B. Hello, Taro B. Um, I, I, I don't know if I've come to the right place, but I was hoping that you could look into the cards and tell me about a good way that I could spend a little bit of my disposable income every month. Let fate guide your wallet. All right, let's draw your first card. <gasps> what is it? Is it bad? Perhaps the best card in all of the tarot deck is the Planet Arcana card, which represents a mysterious podcast full of androids, humans, and a great mystery. That sounds amazing. You'd like to delve deeper? Oh, please. Of course, of course. But heed my warning. Once you delve deeper, you'll meet the keeper. Okay, second card. <gasps> what is it? It is the Knight of Swords. Oh. Add free episodes. Oh. One day early access to episodes. But what if I was feeling even bolder? Look, I don't draw third cards very often, and I must warn you that things could get extremely funky if I do so. Would you like to proceed? Funk me up, please. <gasps> what is it? The third card that I have drawn is the Queen of Pentacles. Tell me everything about it. You will also have access to the secret knowledge of Recharge. Recharge? What is this? Recharge is a very secretive additional show. On Recharge, the Planet Arcana crew will share all of the most personal details of their fears, their dreams, their likes, their dislikes. Yes, yes, this, this is for me. How much is this? The Queen of Pentacles asks for a mere $10 a month contribution. That's it. Where can I do this? All you must do is go to patreon.com slash planet arcana and all secrets will be revealed. I'm headed there right now. Right away. Go find your destiny at patreon.com slash planet arcana. Leave them a review. Leave them a rating on Spotify or your favorite podcast provider. Go. I'll do this and more. I'll tell my friends. I'll tell my neighbors. I'll tell everyone that I know about patreon.com slash planet arcana. Go young man. Fulfill your destiny. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right, y'all. Let me get a vibe of what your next day's activity is going to look like. You have some time for the actual party, and the city is yours. Are we um, in bed? 
bed <laughs> just as, as a general uh, question where are we you tell me are you still in the funeral room or or back in the temperance room or the back in the hermit room? yeah i'm trying to figure out if it's like the morning or like later on in the day just based on how i'm going to be acting here <laughs> <laughs> given the circumstance of last night i got you it's up to you what time do you get up it's a really comfy 11 yeah did we crash on 13's floor when we have our own room like a f- you know, a few doors away. I think we could have clamored to our room in a stupor. Yeah. yeah Mid midnight. Yeah. The walk sure. of shame at like 930 yeah. in the morning. Oh <laughs> <my God. laughs> You're up and about in the hermit room. Perhaps you call for some of those styrofoam coffees and they're okay. Beautiful. <laughs> and I am sipping one sitting on the side of the bed. It's, Celestine uh, comes on over to riot and takes his hat off and shuffles his feet a bit while he looks at the ground and oh, oh Ms. Wright, if it if it's not if if you don't mind uh well it, it's just CGA is coming up and and we are uh, we're getting closer to half to be on stage for it and I I I still don't feel any any more prepared than I did when we decided to do this. And so I was... Riot pats the side of the bed next to her to get him to sit down. I sit down. <laughs> I sit, sit down, like, very close to Riot. Just kind of like, I I, I need... I, I would appreciate it if you would, I don't know, maybe help me in some ways. I, I, I'm, I'm very nervous about being on stage in front of so many people. And I, I, I'm not... I'm just not like you, Ms. Riot. And, and I could use a little support. You want me to help you practice? Yes, please. I, I I really don't even know what it is that I can contribute, but maybe we can find that out together. There is not a lot that I can think of in this life that would bring me more joy. <laughs> okay. Let's do it. All right. All right, then. And you have so much to offer. Like, get those words out of your mouth. That's, that's... <laughs> Where'd you get those Where'd words? Where'd you get those words? Get them out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Before we hop into that, what about you, Crater? What's the vibe from you? What do you want to, you want to stick around for this or do you want to do your own thing or do you want to, what's up? I mean, Crater, you are, are, are more than welcome to join. I just, Ms. Riot did say before that she would help me out and, and it, it's, now's the time. I mean, we skipped our band practice last night and like, I don't know if we've, right. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know if we've done that. <laughs> Yeah, so <laughs> maybe we should. So band practice it is. Let's do it. Let's do it. We're all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. <laughs> yeah. Hey, this is the rock star life, you know. If you weren't if you weren't drunk in the last 12 hours or planning to be drunk in the next 12 hours, you can't you can't consider yourself a musician, I guess. Uh inhibitions are lowered during the hangover. So let's try something uncomfortable. I want to well, see it. Let's try it. I want to <laughs> see it. Okay. How do we do this? That's a great question. <laughs> Let's see. So I guess cuts to Celestine and Crater sitting on the end of each bed and Riot walking back and forth in front of them. Okay, boys, what is it that you can do better than anyone else in the world that you know that you're good at, that you know that you can bring to the table? Celestine, go. Healing spells. Absolutely. Wait, shit. That's not... Damn it. No, but still, keep going. Another, another uh, thing. Uh, 
Uh, oh, um, driving. I dri- dri- drive, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I drive real good. Driving, yeah, healing spells. Give me one more thing. Do, um, uh, uh, I roll a mean joint. Absolutely. Hell yeah. Crater, give me three. Uh, taking drugs. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> scare, scaring children. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, being real strong. That's, well, that's the truth. <laughs> absolutely the truth. So here's what I'm feeling here. The only way to sell a performance, in my opinion, isn't skill, isn't experience, it's confidence. Oh, shit. And the two of you need to come from a place (laughs) where you are so sure that what you're bringing to the table is the best shit these people have ever seen. And there's so many good things that you are, that you're good at. And here's what I'm gleaning from all of this. And I want to just, can I make a pitch to each of you? Of course, please. Okay. Okay. Celestine, driving, healing spells, joints, you are dependable. You are Thank you. someone that we can listen to. You're a storyteller. Oh. oh. That voice of yours, people listen to you. And you listen to every little thing that's going on around you. You have a story to tell, my friend, and I think that's what you need to bring to the stage that's going to be better than anything anyone else can do. A story. Crater. I... Oh. Drugs. (laughs) (laughs) Just bring drugs, Crater. (laughs) Scaring children. Being strong. How are you going to spin this? (laughs) Isn't it obvious? Just watch the spin master work. Isn't it obvious? You're a professional wrestler. (laughs) Even better. I think you're making heavy music, my friend. I think you need to scare the living daylights out of everybody in the audience (laughs) and shake them to their core. I think you need to really dig into your heavy music sphere, my friend. Hard and slow, just like me. (laughs) Exactly. Now, enough of my bullshit. Wait, this, this is, is bullshit? <laughs> I feel so fucking inspired. Are you sure you're not the bard? <laughs> this is this is a collaborative space. So I've done my talking. I want to go around to each of you and tell me, I want you to tell me, tell each other how you're feeling about these things and what, what inspires you about these things. Celestine, you first. What When I tell you that you're the storyteller, when I tell you that you listen and are listened to and make people feel at ease, what, what inspires you about that? What do you feel inclined to do with that? Oh, um, well, uh, uh, there is, um, you know, come to think of it, Ms. Riot, there is uh, some folk songs from the good on wilds that I, I i i know that that pa used to kind of sing to me tell to me uh and uh i like the ones about driving the best and uh and uh and maybe there's something there maybe i could um maybe i could could do something like that like a folk kind of story song brilliant thing brilliant the absolute consistent storytelling medium of them all, the folk song. I know them myself. I grew up in that area. And I can't imagine that medium making a renaissance without your voice leading it. So that's what we're going to do. Oh. Well, oh, all right then. This is all your idea coming out. This has nothing to do with me. This is all you. Do you feel ready to dig into that? I feel ready to start considering digging into that. 
That's yes. good enough for me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Crater. Oh, fuck. When I say heavy music, what do you feel? What do you think? What inspires you about that medium? I mean, I love dad rock. You know, <laughs> but the best kind of dad rock is the one that's heavy, but also has heavy subject matter. So, like, <laughs> what if you talk about, like, what if it's like a song about something really fucking real, you know? Yeah. Like, fucking getting old or some shit. I don't know. I'm trying to I'm trying to think of what I know about. Brilliant. You know? Age. Time is our greatest enemy. Is it not? Terrifying. Other than Lux, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's Lux. There's Miss Mera. There's, well, Vlad <laughs> is still on the list. <laughs> you know, like, yes, uh, time is, is good. Metaphorically speaking here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think you've got a wealth of that subject matter to dig from. And I think, too, you've always been at war with your emotions. But what if they have something to lend? What if they have something to offer you to really dig into those emotions so that not just you can feel something, but everybody who's listening to you can feel something? What else is there to performance? What if What if I make the kids cry not from fright, but from a, from a different emotion? <laughs> <laughs> I started speaking without knowing where that sentence was going. I'm sorry. Everybody's gotta learn to cry. And you're gonna teach them. And you're gonna teach them. Okay. Are you with me? Yes. Y- yes. Yes. A trepidatious yes. That's all I need. <laughs> Let's dig in to some of the meat here. Celestine, have you ever done any kind of performance element, even in front of Ma and Pa in the kitchen when you're just playing around, when you're you know, kind of at your most vulnerable, just raw, just having a good time. Have you ever done anything like that? Uh, I, I mean, uh, have you seen me use a moonshine jug around a campfire? I, uh, I, I believe that is the extent of my performing ability. Moonshine jug. Though, I, I suppose uh, <laughs> a bit of a showboater behind the wheel. You sure are. What about a story, like you said, the ones around driving from the folk songs? What about something to do with that? You know so much about it. And that voice of yours, what if that's the focal point? And, you know, you can bring the moonshine jug into it if you want, but, like, what if that's your instrument, is your voice, your storytelling? What if it's this epic? I'm not much of a singer, Miss Riot. You don't even have to sing. Have you ever heard a talk singing, Celestine? We- uh, I, I suppose, I suppose those that, that sounds like two different things mashed together. I know, it's confusing. <laughs> but I think, I think that so many of the greats have used it, you can too. And if it's compelling enough, and I know it will be, I think, I think that's the ticket. I think that's the angle. So I'd just get up on stage and, and, and tell one of these folk stories that I know from growing up? Exactly. And, and we'll... We all be there with me? I mean, I, I can't I can't just be up there on my own, right? We we will absolutely back you. We'll be your backing band. Not only that, but you telling the story means that even though they're not here physically, Ma and Pa will be right there with you too. Well that is a nice thought. That is a very nice thought indeed, Ms. Wright. And as for stage fright, you can keep your eyes closed. 
How compelling is that? You know, <laughs> I may just. That that might be what it takes. I think it's a brilliant piece. Alternatively, if you know the modify memory spell to just make me feel like I'm confident in this and I, that I've done it before, <laughs> that would be great too. You know, I can I can try to get to work on that. For sure. <laughs> 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 now, Crater, uh-huh. the key to a good song is the meaning behind it. And I think you've already gotten there. And you play the drums, don't you? I. 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 I hit the cow skin, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you have a drum kit in your house. Yeah. You'd play drums. I can't stress enough how long it's been. You know, I've been practicing, you know? But It can be simple. Yeah. What if it's just, uh,. Chugging kick drum over top of your soaring, screeching vocals. I, there's not going to be a soaring, screeching vocals for sure. <laughs> <laughs> what if you channel all that emotion? Just let it all out. Who knows what could happen? I, I don't. I don't want to get ahead of ourselves. It's just, there's not going to be soaring, screeching vocals. But like, I can, I can fucking smack a drum if I need to. Yeah. I want you to scream for me, Crater. <laughs> ah. Right now. No, that's not a scream. <laughs> Come on, do it like a dandy scream, like you know how ah. to. Do a scream that evokes. Ah! Yeah! Again! <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Now, listen, all we need here is some drony, drop D ass guitar stuff going on, and we'll have our peace. How's that wow. for confidence, you two? Okay. I'm fucking ready to do this. Yeah! Woo! Celestine? Y- yes. Well, uh, I, I will say I'm I'm a little shaken by Crater's scream. That, that I'm, <laughs> I'm still, still getting my bearings, but uh, that was that was terrifying. But no, let's uh let's let's do this. Let's do this. And Ms. Riot, what 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 can we you've been helping us here figure out how to contribute. What can we do for you? Ah, honestly, I think I think, like I said, confidence is the biggest thing here. So let's let's all make a pact to, you know, we've all figured out where everything is in our wheelhouse. Let's practice the things that we need to feel more confident in. So, like Celestine, for your piece, like like let's figure out which of those folk songs you want to focus on, and and I want you to just in your downtime, just even run it in your head of like how you'd like to say each word. And then for Crater, like, think about what this emotion is going to feel like in your chest when you bring it to song. And I mean, for, for me, I, I haven't even gotten that far as to what the hell I'm going to do. I'm sure whatever you throw together, it's going to be beautiful. It is. I, I have no doubt that you could wake up hungover the morning of with absolutely no preparation and go out there and wow that crowd. But I don't even know what to do anymore. I mean, like, is there anything that you two see me doing? I mean, Riot, we've all seen you be fucking tough as nails, too, but, like, since getting to know you, we've seen that vulnerable side of you. I don't know. I think your outward persona, at least online, too, has been this, like, rough and tumble. Wouldn't it be kind of cool to, like, showcase that other side of you a little bit? Like, uh... I don't know, strip down number? Not a strip down number, I've done that. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I don't know if I could be a part of that one. I mean, show you it, my it, soft side. It'd be a crowd favorite for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that scares the living daylights out of me and probably means I should do it. And at the very least, you'd be giving the crowd something that they did not expect. 
That is very true. Yeah, like Rob Dylan goes acoustic, you know? Oh, I love Rob Dylan. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I think we've got this figured out. I think we've got this. (laughs) Can we meet Rob Dylan at some point in the next couple of episodes? Oh, now we have to. Oh, baby. He's a burglar, though. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Jay. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) One of those folk heroes who's like Robin and singing and (laughs) Highwayman. Stripped down. (laughs) Perfect. Wow. Well, I think we got this. Thanks. Thank you for. I know this isn't easy for both of you. I know this is like such a fucking weird thing to do to perform in front of people and, and put yourself out there like that. But I think we're going to kill it. And and thank you for listening. But also, like, this is all you. You've already got all this in you. It's just, uh, it's uh, scary to face. And you've already done that. So With your help. Yes, thank you, Riot. Anything you need, I, I'm here. Let's, uh, I think we got this under the belt. The damn good on wilds. Damn good on wilds. <laughs> the, the damn good on wilds. Yes. <laughs> well... Riding the high of that energy, of of the confidence that Riot has been, like, pumping into you of your own creative ideas, (laughs) perhaps you spend the next couple of hours, you know, using whatever makeshift sound makers that you can find. There's an empty cup that gets tapped on, thighs are getting slapped on in rhythm, craters screaming intermittently, but it's starting to sound really good somehow. And Celestine, for his part, throwing out lines to these rhythms, piecing together the folk stories that he's heard before. And as you're all experiencing this, you fall into this feeling, especially you, Celestine, of a kind of anticipatory nostalgia, a pleasant, if contradictory, feeling. Celestine, you follow the thread of that nostalgia, letting it take you deep into your own memories. Ride and Crater... You feel him doing so, and without thinking, you just join him as he travels down this seldom-used and long-forgotten path in his mind. You experience what Celestine does, although at an arm's length. Through the solemn and joyful, along the outskirts of love and yearning, down the promenade of missing pieces, you catch briefly on the memory of Sombra teaching Celestine to play piano, then move kitty-corner past it, landing on a similar but long-forgotten scene. Side by side on the piano bench, Celestine and Sombra sit. Where before his fingers were hesitant, they now move confidently. Where before the melody was inexpert, unfinished, it is now complete. They move together seamlessly. Sombra's pride is evident as she watches Celestine's rapt concentration. Celestine's passion is apparent as they play their final notes. The song complete, they look at each other reverently, and Sombra says, Hmm, very good. The devotion, the harmony, the potential, the promise of big things, the exhilaration of a shared secret. You recognize these sensations from this new memory of Sombra, and you recognize it from your time together, the three of you. Celestine, Riot, and Crater. An attempt to make art that changes the world. And as your rehearsal session ends, you all simultaneously flow back together into the present moment, and only the anticipatory nostalgia remains. Wow. I think Celestine is uh, just kind of weeping a bit. I'm going to go hug Celestine. I did it. I played that song. And it hugs right back. You did do it, bud. You okay? 
I just, you know, I just hope that one day that we can all be together with Quintessa Sombra. I would love for you to meet her. She's got to be a pretty special person if you hold her in high esteem. That day will come. I can feel it. Crater, the last couple days haven't been easy on you physically. In fact, almost the entire time you've been in Paragarden, you're feeling your age. And something sort of struck a chord with you, <laughs> to use that <laughs> language, when you were <laughs> jamming with Riot and Celestine. And after you sort of all entered that nostalgic memory together, Celestine starts talking about the future and plans once this is all done. I think one of the one of these days I would wake up and get out of bed and like maybe go for a walk by myself just to get away from everybody to have maybe like a private moment. Mm-hmm. I think like as I'm walking the streets, I might try to give Pacemaker a call. Lovely. <laughs> Oui, hello, Crater, Crater, oui, yes, yes, is it you, Crater, hello? It is, it is, it is I, Crater, your friend. How are you, Pacemaker? <laughs> Crater, I am having such a good day and it is even better now that I hear from you. Oh, tell me everything. How are you? How are you? Good, good. Uh, I'm in, I'm in Pear Garden. Uh, we're, we're here for CGAs. Oh, I'm so jealous. It has been years since I have attended. Oh. How is how is how is Snowshoe? Oh, Snowshoe is so good. Right now, he has taken several uh, of the young androids out on a survival excursion. Uh, they'll be gone for several days. They just love it, going out into the ice with him. Um, aside from that, uh, oh, exciting news. Uh, we were contacted by someone who apparently knows you, uh, a, a Tutor Spruce? Oh, yeah, Tutor Spruce. Yes. Oh my goodness, she has been so helpful, and I must say, it it uh, it happened right on time because people were starting to come by and asking for qualifications. How did you get here? Who are you? Why are there two of you? And uh, well, <laughs> we didn't really know what to say. But uh, then Tutor Spruce contacted us, and apparently she is going to be uh, our, how do you say this? Uh, our voucher. She vouched for us okay. uh, to take the Spectre exam and become official Spectres. And uh, right now we are currently engaged in a distance learning course. And, uh, <laughs> well, it's a little of religious. But aside from that, I think I'm really going to be well suited for this job. And so is Snowshoe. So thank you so much for that. I don't uh, honestly don't know how else it would have worked out. That's, that's really good to hear, Pacemaker. I'm glad that you found a little bit more reputable work. And I'm glad that, I'm glad that you've someone like snowshoe to share something like this like i think you two are going to be good influences on those kids honestly some days i wake up and i can't even believe that this is my life now i uh i'm so grateful Greta. Mm-hmm. and i hope that you find yourself a happy situation like this too where are things going well for you in Paragarden? we're busy for sure like we're you know we've got our hands in many baskets at, at all times feels like every other day we're fighting either a vampire or <gasps> or a, some other weird little cryptid thing that turns out to be a wiener but like is like super strong and like oh lo, 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 strong wieners <sighs> vampires <laughs> i mean like god uh, this uh, this kid celestine and and riot like these two young bucks they're 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 such good people too like i'm i'm glad that i've 
found them and it's been nice to travel the world with them you know like like we were we were we were holed up in midmoss for so long right like i don't it's, it's nice to see the world you know but it is what i've wished for you and i i must say it has been a relief to know that well i mean before i you know you were alone for a while and now when i think of you i well i know that you have these people by your side and well it does make me very happy it, the the worst part is like this is probably like the best mentally that I've felt in a very long time. Um, oh, that's so good, Greter. The flip side of that, though, is like because of all this adventuring that we're doing, I'm really starting to feel the age catch up. You know, like I've, I went through like two canisters of oil this morning, just trying to grease up these old hinges. You know, two cans of oil. I don't know. Like I, I, I don't, I don't know who to talk to about this, right? Because I. I just want to make sure that I'm going to be there for these two because look, they've, they're both, they're both so fucking young, but they've also got themselves into some deep shit that like could have taken someone five lifetimes to get into, you know, like it's, it's not going to be an overnight fix to fix all these problems for these two kids. And I want to be there to help. I feel like I can help, but like, I'm just concerned about the time, you know, like I'm, oh, I don't know. I well, uh, I am a physician. Perhaps I could give you a remote checkup if you're willing to answer a few questions. That's part of the reason why I'm calling. I'm scared of some of the answers, but yeah, like I need to, I need to make sure that I'm not going to be a burden. Um, and Greter, you could never be a burden. And you, look, you know. I'm sure it's, it's, I'm sure it's worse. It feels worse than it actually is, but. I mean, it's good that you feel good mentally. You you did uh, mention when you were in Midmoss some some medicine that Red was having you take. Scal- Scalifax. Scal- yeah, Scalifax. So you're finding that is a relief for you mentally? Yeah. Like it's, uh, you, you, you know how good I am at taking drugs. <laughs> we- <laughs> like, I'm, 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 I'm taking the fuck out of these drugs and it's helping a lot. <laughs> I have never seen someone take so many drugs. You have your physician's permission uh, to, you know, continue with this Calafaxa. It seems to be a real benefit for you. Let's see here. Have you gone into the networks again since we saw each other? Uh, yeah, I was in the networks like three days ago. Okay, three days ago. That that might be contributing to how you're feeling right now. I mean, just based on my observations of Snowshoe, it, okay. <laughs> well, you know, it opens up old wounds. It runs you down. I, 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 I mean, I would avoid it if I... If at all possible. Um, okay, what else? Uh, let's see. How often is your boiler palpitating? Um, <laughs> that it, it really depends. Like most. Give me a daily average. Well, so most days it's zero, but then like on on days where it's like needed, it's like three or four times. You know, three or four times one day palpitations. Yeah. Your max before all time was three. It's four now. Oh, my God. Okay. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. Well, tell me. All right. You still have that uh, thermometer in your finger, yes? <laughs> do, do, I, do I have to use it, though? You know I, I hate mean, using look, it. Look, there's only so much I can do about Pip. I could, if you could just take your temperature in your mouth and in your ass uh, and just tell me uh, but in that those order. temperatures. <laughs> yes, yeah. I need the ass temperature and the mouth temperature, but probably do your mouth first. That's... <laughs> 
Okay, I I I, st- I stick one finger in my butt and one stink finger in my mouth. <laughs> okay, and I see that you tell pacemaker yes. the temperature. Did yes. you say you're going for a walk somewhere to do this? Are you just out on the street? I, I, no, I'm in a I'm in a I'm in a fucking park by myself. <laughs> oh my god! It's just people walking by with their children, just like shielding their eyes. Don't look at that. Don't just don't look Hello. at that. Beautiful morning, isn't it? <laughs> okay, uh, that is a bit more of a temperature differential than I would like to see, but okay, hmm, let me see. Uh, and you mentioned cans of oil. Two in one morning, I, it's not great, Critter. How, how many have you used this week? Probably close to a dozen now. I see. I don't know. Yeah. All right, and... I think he asks a couple more questions that are maybe more technically oriented. You have to open up your boiler and take a couple of readings, um, you know, about how the various different engine aspects of your body are operating. And as you give these answers, pacemaker, his voice kind of becomes less and less confident until finally he asks his final question and makes, you can hear him writing down a few notes and he goes, Kreta, what, uh, what do you want to know? I... I can give you a timeline, but I don't know if you should know it. I just want to know if I'm going to be able to see this through to the end. Well, based on my previous records from the last time I assessed you, I would have expected you at this point to have... I hate talking about this critter. No, be be brutally honest with me. I, I need to hear it. I would expect you, based on my previous assessment, to have, I don't know, three years, up to five years, maybe even more. But based on these numbers you're giving me, Crater, I, 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 well, I don't know if you have much more than a year left at this point. Crater, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I, I, I feel like a horrible doctor. It's, 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 it's not your, it's not your fault. It's... It's part of it. It's going to be okay. Well, listen, Crater, this is, <laughs> these are assessments of you right now under an enormous amount of stress. It's, For sure. It's, yeah. it's, 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 all, it's always something that's flexible, that's fluid. You know, I, 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 okay, I'm going to give you some strict orders here, okay? Sure thing. Avoid the networks as much as possible, as much as possible, okay? I need you to be getting regular deep tissue massages. I, you know, I, I, there's no one as good as me in Paragarden, but there are a couple of masseuses, and he gives you a couple names. Lots of sleep, as much sleep as you can get, and continue with your regimen of Scalafaxa. I, I think, I think that might be the thing that will. Well, I mean, you know, when your physical health is failing, all you have is your mental health, and it sounds like at least that is looking up for you. Yeah. Um, I feel I feel clear. You know. will you promise to call me again if things get worse? Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, I don't I don't want you to worry. Like you said, it's probably I'm under a lot of stress at the moment. You know, and the body reacts the way it does. I'm sure I'm sure I'll be fine once we get out of this little pickle here in Paracurtain. I believe this too, Crater. Yeah, I I believe this too. Oh, oh one more thing. Mm-hmm. Um. About, well, about what Tutor Birch was up to before we took over, uh, we we have been keeping our eye out. Um, there hasn't been any further uh, scrappers or illicit parts coming through, but 
We have been finding many young androids uh, do have rat on them when they show up at the point. I would say about one in four. Although, oddly, none of them are testing positive for use of rat. It's quite vexing. They're quite tight-lipped, but they say they are saving it for an important mission. Okay, that's interesting. Um, All right, yeah, if you get... If you come across any more info on that, please let me know. I'll take that to the group and see what they think. Yeah, that's weird. Okay. It is weird, isn't it? But yes, I will keep my eye out, and uh, I I would hope to hear from you again soon. Uh, what are you up to in the next week? Um, I think we're going to a party. Ah, uh-huh, that's nice. Uh, yeah. You know how much I love parties. Um, oh, you're so social. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you know, nothing, nothing too stressful. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> roll me a deception. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> deception, deception. What is deception? Ooh, I'm good. It's a twenty-three. Well, I'm very glad to hear that, Greta, especially, especially after hearing that you've recently been in the networks. I, I trust you to take care of yourself, Greta, and. I know that I will see you again soon. Yeah. It's good. It's good catching up with you, Pace. It's good catching up with you, Greater. You you are my oldest and best friend. Yeah, you too. Okay. I think I'd hang up the phone there and then Crater just sits in the park for a little bit just by himself with his thoughts. Feels a little sad, for sure, but it was kind of also news that he kind of instinctively knew already, you know. You sit in the park with the news and think about all the things you have left to do. 